0: All right, you got your music off? Yeah, all right. Show start. my Kevin Barker was- uh,
1: Should we change it, this song that's on right now?
0: Good question. Kevin Barker was serenading us before the show with music he would play in the batting cage. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> it is true. Not true. And let's just say I'm beginning to see why you didn't stick in the majors with that music. Oh, I'm just wow. kidding. Wow. That's awful. No, wow. it was. It was. How
1: many a- homers you got in the big leagues? <laughs> Not st- six. No.
0: <laughs> this is true. It's Blair and Barker. It's Friday. We're back in the studio and on TV. Uh, we finally yes. got the. I finally got the back door unfroze,
1: unfrozen. Unfrozen. Wow. I would say some people were hoping you
0: didn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But I finally got it unfrozen. Uh, good news is we're getting another ice storm on Monday. Yes. So there you are. Stay yeah. hot. When are you going down to Florida? Uh, next Sunday, I think. When am I going out?
1: Whenever you get off your wallet. Mm.
0: <laughs> you want me to go over and shovel your driveway when you're gone?
1: No. I can't have that on my conscience. What What if you, like, fall over? I I shovel. I'm, not, I'm, I'm entirely capable of shoveling a driveway. <laughs> you, you shovel while it's snowing. You don't wait... No, I, I. shovel. shovel I you don't I wait till it snows over. No, I you shovel, shovel while I it's, shovel in stages, it's and so, I, so I have so a cigar. I, I told you, <laughs> I have a cigar.
0: I light a cigar. I have a glass of bourbon on the porch, <laughs> and I shovel. Uh, when I'm tired, I go and have the bourbon, and, and I shovel in stages. Yes, which is the right thing to do because that way it's not too heavy, and you don't throw your back out or end up in the hospital with a coronary. But uh, I will no, just I, leave my driveway. I appreciate it. You must have. You must have. People like you've got to have people to do your driveway. No, right? I have two big arms. Okay, I'd do it myself. Anyhow, so uh, yeah, so we've we've uh, yeah, it was, it's been the, the show today's gone. It's already gone off the rails. It's 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 one of those Fridays. Friday. Barker's in a bad mood. Um, I'm in a good mood, which is like this just never happens. But Barker's in a bad mood. He was playing Metallica and Bon Jovi before we came in, and and some Seeger. No, you didn't play. You played Christopher Cross. You played Christopher Cross and then like some it. country guy that I've never heard of. Nick Brown? No. Zach Green. Zach Green. Zach Brown. Oh, Zach Brown. Okay. so, anyway, so that's You were close. It's one of the close. colors. Yep. Yes, it is. So, Alec Manoa. Yeah. Now, this is uh, from John Heyman. On Twitter, we have not had this confirmed from anybody yet. So we probably shouldn't talk about it <clears throat> because people be listening to this maybe on a podcast later on, and we'll be talking about something that didn't happen, in which case we'll have to, well, just your call, take this as a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, warning. Anyhow, Alec Manoa, according to John Heyman, uh, has taken a renewal on his contract with the Blue Jays, and we'll get a $50,000 raise from last season. A couple of things here. Alec Manoa has absolutely zero leverage because he's a pre-arb player. Same thing he and Bo did this last year. This is an indication, and and when I say pre-arbitration, Alec Manoa is basically, the Jays are going to, it's not that he doesn't have any say in what they're going to pay him, but he really has no say with what they're going to pay him. The Jays say, okay, this is what we're offering you. Quite often a player goes, okay. Alec Manoa said, yeah, I think I'm worth more than that. And the J said, well, you might be, but this is it. And he said, all right, pay me. That's basically what it is when you take a renewal. It's a sign that you don't, it's not a sign that you're pissed off at the organization. It's a sign that you and the organization aren't on the same page when it comes to your valuation. Alec Manoa, like Bo Bichette last year, Both of them said they were outliers and they thought they should be paid more than they were getting. Both of them understood that this is part of the business of the game. Both of them are members of a players association that agreed to this. So it's not, Alec Manoa is not going to go out there and, you know, and throw the rest of the year because he's mad at the Blue Jays. Something to keep in mind, too, with Alec Manoa is that, well, Alec Manoa's base salary last year was, I think, 730 or something like that. He also made $2 million in bonuses for finishing third in Cy Young voting. It's part of this, if you remember back to all the stuff we talked about with the new CBA last year. Part of the way that owners and players addressed the fact that young players weren't getting access to as much money as both sides kind of agreed. They should, but they came up with a, they came up with a bonus pool and it's a bonus pool that takes into account war and all, all sorts of things. So Alec Manoa were led to believe, and I think the figure is just over 2.1 million or something like that. So in addition to his salary, Alec Manoa made uh, this money, made this bonus money, but that's of course removed. From this, there's no, there's a chance Alec Manoa could make more this year in bonuses if he has a good year. But in terms of the base salary not right now, at least according to John Heyman, there's this uh this split between the team and pitcher and player. And that's about three minutes talking about something that, that at the end of the day is going to look more dramatic than it really is.
1: Yeah, 780 grand for a guy that makes, plays 30 times a year, is not... Too bad money, this being your second full season it's, in the big leagues it's pretty good money. I'm not saying that that's the money he shouldn't yeah. be making, more money. But the normal person that's listening to you talk there, I mean, I, yeah, I mean people you think are rolling their eyes saying, I mean, he made, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's incentive to go out just by saying he made two, two more million dollars. Yeah, but it's apples. Third. Here, here's
0: a news flash. Professional athletes get a ton of money. I mean, if you're still, yeah. uh, if you're still rolling your eyes, then you don't understand holding. Professional athletes make a ton of money. Mm. And the only way you're, you are, in addition to all the good things money can buy you if you're a professional athlete, it's also an indication of how the game views you, how the people who run the game
1: view you. Everybody wants to feel wanted. That's any job. That's the job we do. That's anybody's job. Yes. And the only way you're going to feel wanted is what? Make your wallet bigger. Exactly. A 780 grand is not bad. It's not. Like he's yeah, gonna that, he continues to do Alec Manoa things that he did last year. Well, yeah, he'll at, make all the money he wants at, to make. At some point the equation at make. some
0: point this is and, and we saw this with Bo this year when he signed his long his his contract, which is really an extension because it doesn't cover free agency. At some point the team makes a calculation. Okay, if we go year to year with this guy, which you can do, if we go year to year with this guy and this guy continues to put up numbers, there will come a time where he'll basically take us to the cleaners if we go to arbitration. So the trade-off is that versus paying the guy a little more initially, keeping him happy and not having to worry about going to hearing. I, all, the, what I'm saying is what happened to Bo is probably going to happen to Alec Manoa. At some point, it will make sense for the organization to sit down and say, all right, Let's not go through this year to year. The difference, of course, is pitchers get hurt, right? Uh, I mean, players can get hurt, but you're so also you're taking a gamble. You're saying you want to make the
1: money as quick as you can make.
0: Oh, That's yeah. I've always, I've, listen, I, I – well, no. Actually, no. I, if, if I was in Alec Manoa's position, and I said this last year with Bo, I would do this as well. I have no problem saying to a team, I value myself more than you value me. I have no problems. For $50,000? Hell yeah. So mm. that's kind of where we are with, with, uh, with Alec Manoa. It's kind of more dramatic than it really is. Mm. But it is interesting. The Jays will start their Grapefruit League season. I guess they'll start their Grapefruit League schedule. It's not really Grapefruit League season. Tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Pirates. At 1 p.m., they'll play the Yankees at home Sunday at 1 p.m. Both games are on Sportsnet 590. The fan, Ben Wagner, will have the call of the game. And, uh, of course, the games are also on the tube as well. We'll be joined, by the way, in a few minutes by Sean Casey, yes. MLB network analyst and host of the mayor's office. But uh, you say Kikuchi's going to get the start against the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, you can insert whatever joke you want.
1: Worst I'm two. hearing, I'm, I'm yeah, hearing you can him insert whatever joke you want. There. His words, not mine. I'm hearing him say he's worried about throwing strikes with a breaking ball, and and th- that's what he needs to work on. Which I okay, that's fine and Danny, But it's like as a hitter, what do good hitters do? And borderline great hitters do? They mash fastballs. What do great pitchers do? They locate the heater whenever they want to. I, don't, I think that for me is you're sort of thinking a, a backwards kind of way, which would tell you the different arm angle I think that they're trying to give him. And it, you might see a little different approach from him. Spin it first and try and put away guys with hard stuff elevated. That might be the way he tries to attack people. Do I think that's going to work? Yeah. I'm still waiting for the 96, 97, 98 that he threw when he was in Seattle. I, where's that at?
0: Yeah, you're looking at that fastball. You you want to see the fastball and splitter. That's what I want to see.
1: Uh, I want to be able to locate it to all quadrants, and so, I want him to do a little vinegar. So what is he – What that? We know that Mitch
0: White has a shoulder impingement. We know that Zach Thompson and Drew Hutchinson are kind of guys that are on the – those are guys that are going to be depth. the sixth man in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Those are depth guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Tiedemann, the number one prospect for the Blue Jays. Face live batters on Thursday, and uh, oh, he yeah, good. yeah well, better That's than facing word. dead batters. But he faced live batters on Thursday, and and seemed to impress. Seemed you to can impress say everybody. That on uh, but Ricky Tiedemann is. <laughs> we've talked, well, about, we talked
1: about Ricky Tiedemann. I do, too. And I do, too. We, Is he, if he's this good, why waste it? In the we, minor
0: leagues. But we talked about Ricky Tiedemann as a guy that you talk to people in the organization, mm. they'll say two things. One, he needs a full year in the minors, two, He could be the next Alec Manoa. He could push the envelope. He could be up here this can year. You be, can you, so can you do both? Let's just you know let's just wait and see with him. But right now, it's pretty clear that you say Kikuchi has an arm up or a leg up on that fifth starter spot. Whatever he's saying, Kevin. Whatever he needs to work on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever. What do you need to see, or do you need to see anything from you say Kikuchi in this first this first outing? Because look, I, we're, you're, said, we're, we know. I'll tell you right now. I think so. we're going to over. People are going to overreact if he comes out and is great. It's going to be – there's going to be, like, fireworks. He's and He's back. <laughs> yeah. If he comes out and sucks, it's going to be – This is what
1: I said. I said the first four guys got to give you 730 innings. Where's the other 170 coming from? If you can get a combination of him giving you 110, 120, and then everybody else, the names that you just mentioned, okay. But I, I have no idea. I, the, the velocity thing is, is weird to me. Like, you rarely see it. Now it's 92, 93. I mean, I, we, we were hearing rumblings when C- he threw against the Blue Jays in Buffalo. It's the nastiest stuff they ever seen. Never seen anything like that. It's 99 moving all over the place, had Lake Giddy up to it. He could locate it. He could throw a secondary pitch when he wanted to. He had a third pitch. We're all that at? So that's what I said. I mean, if you're coming into spring training thinking that he's reinventing the wheel, I know what Petey said. And you hear, that's what they're supposed to say. Wait, what are they going to say? Well, because they've got him under contract that, for another know, two what's years. He, what's it going to say? Right? So it's, I just said the 170 innings that they need from the fifth guy on. You can fill in the blanks on who you think the fifth One guy ten. is, but he's going to have to do something. One to a, 10. A little
0: something. One to 10, your confidence level in him being the fifth starter coming out of spring training.
1: Oh, he's been, that's 10. He's right. If he's healthy, he's, a, he's the guy. Because just because of what they paid him and how he finished his season. And what they know, if I know they need 170 innings, they know it. You know, every Mm -hmm. khaki known to man with the Blue Jays knows that. So, I'm going to say that's a 10. But the question would be is how long is the leash? Because they do have some depth. They got some guys. Maybe not can give you six or seven innings, but they got some guys.
0: The uh, spring training schedule gets going today in Arizona with the CAC cactus league texas and kansas city at 305 seattle and san diego at 310 northeastern university will face the red Sox at 105 p.m in florida that's a traditional game that hasn't been played for a while uh, because of covid 19 and um then of course as we mentioned the jays get their part of the grapefruit league schedule going tomorrow in bradenton against the pirates and uh, then they're at home against the yankees sean casey is MLB Network analyst. He's also host of the Mayor's Office. You can follow him on Twitter at the Mayor's Office, and he joins us on Blair and Barker. Mr. Casey, thank you for doing this. I I trust the off season was was uh, good to you, and I'll I'll get right to it. Three o five today, Texas against Kansas City. There are going to be new rules in place: the pitch clock, the shifts, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. What are you going to be most interested in? Seeing
2: the pitch clock, I think it's gonna. I think these new rules are gonna be great. I really do. I think you know they they what they have eight thousand innings that they test them in the minor leagues. The games are faster. The balls put in play more, less strikeouts, uh, more more stolen bases. I just think you know the, the the cat and mouse game of that of the pitcher and the hitter is gonna go to another level. I just you know I'm really excited to see that 15 seconds when nobody's on, 20 seconds picking over twice. Uh, the shift going away, I think it's going to be incredible. The, the the ball, the Barker and I used to play when, you know, when the guys were like the second base, the second base, the short stuff, the short stuff, third base, and the third base. Like it's going to be weird to see that lineup. We haven't seen that in years. You know, it's been a long time. So it's going to be a, a better brand of baseball. I think it's going to be awesome for everybody.
1: Okay. I love talking hitting with you, especially. And I knew when you were coming on, I was looking up your stats, 2004, you hit somewhere in the 220 mark. You were an all-star. I asked the question in in two
2: twenty three twenty Bark not two twenty. What did I say? Two twenty. Oh, said so, two twenty. Oh, Bark was so looking at his own stats. I'm oh, sorry.
1: Funny. How many, how many days? She <laughs> playing in the big leagues. Anyway, uh, uh, 2005, you're coming back. The new rule, of the speed up clock, right? The 15 second thing, the 20 second thing. I knew you were a guy that had a routine. I think you were, you know, you'd step out, you'd do that little stretch thing. I don't know why you're stretching, but you're just doing it. Very nice the way you put it, routine. You was doing it. How? What would you have to practice? Like, say again, you come from being an all star. You had a really good year, 2005. Yeah. They they doing these things. What would you? Would yeah. you do something in the off season? Would it be a big change? Uh, because I've yeah. seen guys doing it and it just looks like it's, you know, they're standing in the box. They, they see the pitch, they throw it back. And it's right. sort of repetitive over and over again. How big of an issue would that be for you?
2: Well, Bark, you know, you know, the routines are important in the box, I man. I'm sure you did something after every pitch, you know, whatever it was, even if it was quick, you know, for me, it was kind of ridiculous. I'm stretching this, I'll be batting gloves, all this stuff. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I would have to make the adjustments. That's the whole thing is like, you have, that batter has to be in, what, eight seconds he has to address yep. the pitcher. So at the end of the day, hey, listen, you know, it's going to make guys more efficient. It's going to make guys mentally have to get ready. I think one of the big things it's going to do, and I don't know if people have thought about this a lot, but think about this, you know, guys, when, when, when you got a, a guy on the bump, you know, looking to get his signs from the catcher, how many times do you shake, 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 big situation, shake? Hey, listen, he doesn't want to throw that slider, but he looks at the clock, he goes, we got two seconds. I got I to go. So he throw he might throw the third p- the pitch he doesn't want to throw mm-hmm. he has a grip he 's got to throw it, and guess what you 're going to see some balls hung hung out over the plate you 're going to see mis- more mistakes made because the clock's going to speed things up and I think the biggest thing as a player when you're out there on the field you've got to find a way to slow the game down and I think this is naturally going to speed things up, and it's just going to have to make players more efficient mentally to get ready to go. Case, how about
1: pull hitters early in counts? You know, you're trying to get frisky. You won't take them big daddy hacks, but you see them dude straight up. There's no more of that shift, right? You don't see that second baseman in right field anymore. Now, you may see the left fielder running over there and standing in front of the right fielder, but, you know, they're going to toy with things. Would that early in counts yeah. as a pull hitter make you – want to try and use the whole field. I, I don't want to say fillet a fish over there, right? But it may be a little. Right. You know, you're trying to hit for a higher average. You're trying to get more hits early in count. You think we'll see that, or you think it's just uh, you are what you are. That's why you're in the big leagues. Uh,
2: you know what? I, I think there's something to be said with you know, Bark. You know, guys say, hey, just. Just go the other way. Yeah. They're giving you that. I mean, all these years. Hey, they got the shift on. Just go the other way. I'm like, all right, with a guy pounding you in. Mm. You know, these guys. Are, it's not as easy just to go the other way. It just, it just isn't at the end of the day. But I do think that, like, you know, I look. You know, talk about Texas playing today. Corey Seager was the most penalized person last year of the shift, and he what did he hit 234 with 33 bombs. Mm-hmm. A guy like Corey Seager could end up hitting 270, 280. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, I think one good thing you'll see is averages will go up because guys are going to stay the same hitter, but the fact that the shift's taken away, you're going to just see more hits, more action, more balls put in play and not seven guys on the right side. Yeah.
0: You know, we talked a little bit about Yusei Kikuchi getting the start against Pittsburgh. And obviously, Yusei Kikuchi, uh, yeah, he, 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 could be, he could be a factor for the Blue Jays this year, or he, he could end up where he was last year, basically, sort of surplus mm-hmm. requirements. Um, and, and I know that people, we all overreact. We all say we're not going to overreact, and then we can't wait to overreact. But I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Sean, about the players. Like, his teammates— uh, who are going to be in Pittsburgh, however many there are, or are going to be watching the game on TV? Do guys pay attention to what the quote unquote important guys on their team do in spring training? In other words, these guys read, they, they hear, they know that if you say Kikuchi's really good, that pitching depth is remarkable. Do, do guys pay attention to that? Or at this stage of the spring, is it all about you and what you got to do to get
2: ready? It's all about you. I don't care. I, I pay attention to what Griffey's doing, done, and these guys. I mean, I, I love these guys, but like, I gotta get my. I got. I got. I got. I got six weeks to get ready for the season. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure I'm getting my swings in. I gotta get extra work. Extra work in the, in the uh, cages. I gotta get my lifting in. I gotta get my running. And there's so much, so many moving parts in spring training. So I think, I think the one thing when I look back, it's like now these guys are getting ready, man. Like even a guy like Kikuchi, whether he gets hit around or not. He's working on pitches. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to get the fastball in the corners. Like so many times he lived out over the plate last year and just got hammered. Like he's got to make adjustments. So he's working on his game. And if he gets hit around, I don't think much of it's Spring training because I'm like, this guy's putting his, getting his work in. He has things he wants to work on. He knows where he knows, needs to get better. And I, I'm not too concerned with, with what he's doing. i got to worry about myself, at least in spring training.
1: Take, take me inside a, a locker room on a contending team, a team that comes to spring training ready to go, knowing that they got a good chance with all the additions to make a decent run at winning a World Series. Of the guys that are brought in, like a Brandon Belt, like a Dalton Varsho, like a, like Chris Bassett. How hard is it for those? Now, I know those are veteran guys. Other than Varsho, right, he's been around a couple of years, but he's still trying to find his way. But the other couple of guys, Swanson in the bulls, he's had some success how tough is it to go in on a contending team and just sort of I want to say be there without actually being there right you're fitting in without actually causing a lot of noise Is that a thing or it's not a big deal
2: well I, well I don't think it's that big a deal um bark but I, I do think like hey you brought in Brandon Bell yeah he's won three championships yeah. four championships or whatever he's won oh yeah you bring in Kiermeyer, yeah he's been there done that been in the world series played center field one of the best things Oh yeah, you know, a guy like Marshall, oh he's gonna learn from the somebody I mean, they brought in some really good pieces and you know and good people that are winning players into this mix, the Swansons, Dreams, you know, all these guys. So and then, you know, when you're talking about that rotation, it's pretty deep. This is a really good team. And I I, yeah, I'm just saying those guys that are coming in, yes. You know, the Kier Myers, the belts, these guys, you know, and and this team's this team's built to win. They're built to win now. And I think I think that's the expectation of two thousand twenty three Blue Jays is like, hey, we're a really good team. We know it now. Like, you know, Bouchettes, the Vladimir's these guys are starting to become better, are veteran players now. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to mix it right in. That rotation is deep. So I think that, the, the, you know, the thought process is everybody take care of their business. Be the best player you can be, and let's, let's have 27 guys come together and go dominate.
0: You know, the way that the season ended for the Blue Jays last year with that that shocking loss to Seattle, the ball that fell in, the collision between Bo and and, and George Springer. You know, I mean, we were at the ballpark that day, and it was, buzzkill's not even the right word. It was like the place went from being one of the noisiest places in the world to just almost funeral. Crickets Crickets (laughs) is right. Uh, Something we, I mean, I haven't seen a Jays crowd sort of change on the dime like that in a long time. Does that type of thing have any any carryover at all in baseball? In other words, will guys be playing this year with a quote-unquote chip on their shoulder, or is that just that, you know, that, that's gone. That season's gone. You move on. And What you, know. I don't think you I, did against I, the Mariners isn't going to matter when Garrett Cole's staring in.
2: You've you, you got to have such a short memory in this game. That's the bottom line. I mean, you just can't think about every bad thing. That failure's feedback. I think at the end of the day, this Blue Jay team's going to go, hey, man, we got experience you know that was a tough you know we we played them well the mariners we didn't win it but but now we got experience on our belt we'll figure it out next time we get out there it won't be something that's new for anybody so it's such a short memory it's a new season those guys have moved on
1: uh, case the, the pirates are close to home to you i, <laughs> I don't want to laugh i don't want to chuckle at the pirates but i whenever i see that that they've spent two more million dollars in payroll and it went up to a whopping 58 million I yeah. I mean, I hate to joke about the Pirates because, man, that's a great town. Just a great sports town. Is it ever going to change? Like, is, it, is the owner there just going to – I'm not saying spend $200 million. Yeah. But 50, yeah. $58 million Case? Like, yeah. I, I, just, yeah. I just don't know how you take it serious. Well, what's it like there in town
2: around that uh, team? You know, pe- people are frustrated just because, you know, you have to go back to – don't forget this was a this was a pitch, this was a um baseball city before it was ever a sure. football city. Yes, you know, absolutely. Know the Steelers, but you go back to Clemente and Mazeroski and Dave Parker and Willie Stargell and you know, there's some there's been some legends here in baseball and uh, you know, so people are frustrated. They are very frustrated around here. They would see that the payroll and it's just it's frustrating. No no free agents really sign. McCutcheon's back, so I think that's good for the city. But, you know, listen, at, at some point, you know, they they would like to see baseball come back and win here in Pittsburgh.
0: Case, who's the most interesting team in the game to you right now?
1: Great question. Oh
2: man. Wow, There's a lot. of. I mean, I look at the Mets, and I think, like, bringing Verlander in with Scherzer at the top of that rotation, that's going to be interesting. Uh, the Yankees, you know, bringing in Rodon, you know, and bringing Judge back, I think that's going to be great. Uh, the Padres, that lineup with, mm. you know, Bogart's in there now with Soto and those guys, and Tatis coming back. There's a lot of interesting stories, you know, to see what see what happens. Oh, the Cubs is going to be better with some of the guys they brought in. Is Bellinger going to bounce back with a new team? We'll see.
0: Case, okay, so really good of you to join Great us, stuff. man. Thanks so much. Great hey, stuff okay. as always.
2: Before before we let you run, you did get engaged, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got engaged. That's awesome, engaged dude. Right okay, congratulations, congratulations, man. Congratulations.
2: Thank you, Am ball, it, brother. Am I invited? Am oh, I yeah, get to come? Uh, a hundred percent, brother. It'll be in the mail. It'll be there in two years. I'll send it you in two years.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, Casey. Be well, You're man. You're
1: the best, dude. All right. See, See you guys. guys. All, All right. right.
0: The mayor, Sean Casey. <laughs> ah, he's the best. You will be invited to his well. I hope so. I'll you be. guys are tight.
1: Uh, well, yeah, he's like that guy. He uh, well, I don't want to speak for him, <laughs> but to me, he's one of those friends that I have, which is a, so I could count him on one hand. Thanks. that that you could, <laughs> well, you're, you're somewhere in there. Yeah, that, a, there that maybe when, not in a hand. I'm in some place. That, that, that yeah. you, If you don't talk to him for a year or two, it doesn't matter. You're still, He's still yeah. always going to be your friend and you're and one of your better friends. And uh, he's a, he's a great dude. Uh, he, he talked a lot about the, the, just the chemistry around a winning team, and mm-hmm. I and I think sometimes I gloss over that and say, and I think it's all about the player. How good you are, you do your job. Sort of that fun and happy and chemistry will take care of itself because winning. What's winning do? It cures everything, yeah. right? It- but I think I think this year for the Jays, anyway, with the guys that they brought in. I think it might mean a little bit more
0: this and year with them. At some point, we get Case on. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, his his arbitration hearing because we were talking about mm. Alec Shapiro. Manoa and the pre-arb. Um, <laughs> yeah. His arbitration hearing was something else. His agent was Ron Shapiro, your agent, the yeah. father of Mark Shapiro. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I just Google Sean Casey and arbitration hearing. I mean, it, it, as we've said, uh, players can attend these hearings. It's
1: the reason why you shouldn't.
0: It's a, but <laughs> that's why you Sean shouldn't. Casey showed up and walked around and shook hands with all the arbitrators and and uh, and 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 Ron Shapiro looked at it, looked at the the arbitrators and said, "See, he's like the mayor." And it was and and they knew they won that hearing right the second that happened. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, it's uh. Yeah. it, it it's it's a brilliant story about Sean Casey walking around and. Shaking hands with the arbitrators and, and uh, yeah, winning the case. Uh, he was, he was the mayor. How you, the mayor comes into your
1: office, you're going to give him pretty much what he wants. Yeah, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I think if you really ask him, which I have, he said he wish he would have never went to that, right? It's, it's, well, there, it's a lot of stress, right? You yeah. really don't know how it's going to go, how the conversation is well, we going to go, what they're going to say about you, because they're basically going in there to save well, the picking, organization money. Well, that you know, well, yeah, and you know. Huh. You know what they're going to say about you. And like, it's all going to be bad. It's not going to be the, good.
0: Well, no, they're 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 trying to talk you down, like that. that Bo was talking about how, yeah. how much time do you think the Jays were going to spend on Bo's defense all when they were in the arbitration here? They're not talking about the hitting. They're no. going to talk about the you know the, the worst defensive shortstop in the game by some by some statistical yeah. measures. Mm-hmm. That, that's just that's just the way it is, and that you you've got to have you got You got have a thick skin to to, uh, to 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 go through it. But there are guys who go through it because they understand it's part of the business. And there there used to be the thought process that having the player in the room would make the team a little reluctant to, you know, like, do you want to look at Bo and look him in the eye and say that, you know, you're not very good defensively? Well, of course, the team's got around that because the GMs don't go in there. No. it's a Major League Baseball gives you the option to have lawyers represent why the
1: GMs hire a guy just to go in that room, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) think Ross Atkins wants to look at Bo and go, you suck. No, no. You think John Q Smith Esquire, some lawyer wants, he doesn't care. And if you want to know more about arbitration and we'll take a break here and then we'll come back. But if you want to know more about arbitration, uh, follow Ryan Thompson of the Rays did a lengthy Twitter thread on his arbitration hearing it should be required reading for everybody who thinks or who plans on being not just a professional athlete, but a sports fan. Because he took notes, and his hearing, which wound up with him and his agent seeing the arbitrators hanging around a bar having a cocktail while they were, came to a decision on whether or not they ended up taking the raise offer over his— is something else like you want to see the, 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 the curtain peeled back. It was remarkable. And kudos to Ryan Thompson for doing that because he said, Hey, look, I understood what was going on. I'm not here to call down the raise. They did what they had to do, but here's what it's like. And I've had people talk about arbitration hearings. Um, I had uh, Peter Greenberg, who uh, was a longtime agent, uh, I had him send me one time, this is years ago when I was at the Montreal Gazette, he actually sent me their case that they had, I'm not going to say for who, but that they had prepared for a player, and it, it was an eye-opener. Like, it just walked you through how agents and teams were approaching this thing. Anyhow, if you get a chance, uh, take a look at Ryan, at Ryan Thompson on, uh, on Twitter. Um, so we, we decided, well, we got a little twist where we've added to the show for this year, and we're going to have some fun with it. And Barker certainly had fun doing it. And we're going to, uh, well, we're going we're to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to unveil, unveil the, what are we calling it? The Blair and Barker fan line? The Blair and Barker phone line? The,
1: right.
0: uh, Sure. Yeah, it's great, all right.
1: You thought that through, didn't you? I did. Whatever it
0: is. Uh, it's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, Sportsnet 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcast.
2: Breaking down the top
0: stories in the NHL every day. The Jeff Mary Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Some point too. You don't like my music.
0: I did. You raised, you raised the game. The last song. Uh... The last song, the Skinner song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, 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 you brought it up after Luke, Luke Coombs or Combs. Luke Combs. Luke Jeez. Combs. Really? Luke. C O O M S. Coombs, right? No. No, it's Luke Combs. Okay. You brought that up anyhow. What's, it, what's wrong with you? Well, I don't know the country singers. I saw that Chris Stapleton dude. Uh, you know, a bit of a Republican, though, isn't he? Uh, who cares? Uh,
1: you, that, you would say that.
0: Anyhow, starting well, just, it's just a baseball. Show yeah. starting tomorrow, Sportsnet five ninety. The fan will be carrying all thirty games this spring with Ben Wagner calling the action, and we will be streaming all the games, 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 spring and regular season on Sportsnet.ca/slash five ninety in the Sportsnet Sweet. app. Uh, Fifteen of those of uh, these thirty games will also be on radio. Those include all weekend afternoon games plus one weekday afternoon game a week. And on those select weekday afternoon games that we carry on the radio, our afternoon shows, Merrick, Raptors Show, and uh, Drive Show, and uh, uh, Bourne, sorry, Merrick, Raptor Show, and and Bourne, will continue on all their usual platforms. Be quiet. In other words, audio will be streaming live in the site, and we'll join 590 programming in progress following the conclusion of the game. A reminder: The Sportsnet TV will carry 22 games this spring as well, starting with both games this weekend between the Pirates and the Jays, and the Yankees and the Jays. So, I mentioned yesterday, the day before, a couple of days before, I mentioned I earlier listening. this week that uh, we've come up with we've come up with a new wrinkle for the show, and uh, I'm going to give credit where credit is not due because I think I'm, I'm not certain how anyhow mark boffo our producer came up with this idea about having a dedicated phone line for fans don't say anything boffo don't chime in my ear now uh a dedicated phone line for fans and we're gonna once we get to our two-hour slot and once things start happening a little bit we want to figure out a way to incorporate a few more calls uh, dms and uh but but we also want to have a dedicated phone line. So I'll throw out a topic, for example, the morning before on Twitter, and SN Jeff Blair is my Twitter handle. And we'll solicit your comments on it. And if you're really good, we'll um we'll pick your comment. We'll play it on the air.
1: Who picks it?
0: Well that'll probably be me because you'll never get in here soon enough to pick it. Well good. It'll be a no, we'll put our <laughs> brains together. Lance Kennedy, Mark Boffo, mm-hmm. Barker and myself will we'll pick the uh we'll pick the best one or two calls. And uh, you, you'll get no prize, but you will have our undying love and respect. And it'll be there forever. It'll be in the podcast. So all your buddies can listen to it and mm-hmm. you can say, hey, I'm on Blair and Barker, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, but I, I didn't realize this, but you guys, you guys recorded the voice message that people to, are. Yeah, you recorded a message. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about this. They didn't tell me. I just assumed I was <clears throat> going to record it because it's Blair and Barker, not oh, Barker and Blair. Wow. But uh, you, you guys went ahead and recorded it. So this is what you're going to hear when you call up
1: the phone line. Hey, this is Kevin Barker from the Fan 590s Blair and Barker Show. If you have any questions, comments, or complaints about Jeff, feel free to leave it after the beep. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to get it down and get it set. Oh, that's a
0: little... It's kind of a little. That's perfect. It's a little knobish of you to throw that line in about.
1: Well, that's complaints. what. That's what you get for saying it's the Blair and Barker show, and I should be leaving the first voicemail. That's a little. It's a little personal. How was I? I mean, it was okay. okay.
0: It's not, not. what I would have said.
1: <laughs> no, it's <not. laughs>
0: no, it's not. No, it's not what I would have said.
1: No. Well, you're gonna get your chance.
0: I will get my chance. Uh, we'll throw out the number next week, once we. Uh, once we get the Everybody's second. Everybody's
1: th- welcome. As long as you're good.
0: Yeah. Not everybody. Most people are welcome to uh, call. Not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah. I got to figure out a way if there's a way I can block the phone line. <laughs> block people on Twitter. I'm just kidding. We'll come up with a number and uh, we'll give it out to you uh, next week. It should be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. As I said, I want to. we want to figure out a way to get, uh, because we are doing Blue Jays talk as well post-game this year, mm-hmm. I want to figure out a way to get, fans more involved. We wanted to. It's not just me. Uh, we wanted to figure out a way to get fans a little more involved in the show on a regular basis. And uh, DMs are kind of, yeah, you know, they're okay. Well, but it's because
1: you read them. Yeah,
0: and, and it's kind of...
1: Yeah, it's, you know, because yeah. I won't do it.
0: No, you won't do it. <laughs> because God forbid you would actually have to do something like get a laptop computer where you
1: would actually have to look at it. <laughs> I write things down, Jim. Uh...
0: I was just think I was thinking back to some of the our conversation with um, with Sean Casey. I don't, I don't. I don't think I've asked you this. Um, as we get ready for the real fake games to start,
1: I'm not sure these are fake. Yeah, for
0: some guys. What team is the most interesting to you? Which major league? Do which team are you? looking at and going
1: you know I don't know what to make of this Yeah team I think yet. it's the Mets. I I, I cuz I the Mets for me they're the fifth best team in the National League and they spent yeah. all that money you could argue there's there's quite a few better teams than they are. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some things to go right for they're them. They're not to even go the second best team go. in their division. No, I don't think so either. So I think it's the Mets cuz I just you know you you love you love to see certain guys certain organizations spend so much money to see if it actually works. And I'm not sure it's going to. I'm not sure because, you know, your team, the Rays, they do it on the opposite ends of the spectrum. So you got, you got different ways of going about it. And everybody yells and screams about spending as so much money, stopping not spending money. We, I mean, I asked Sean Casey about Pittsburgh and the $58 million, Obviously, they're not going to have any chance. They'll probably win somewhere around 55 games. It's not a ton of games. So you're, they're probably living up to what they spent. But I think it's the Mets. I really do. I, I, I think the Major League Baseball is a little top-heavy. You got 14 or 15 really good teams, and you got everybody else. You could almost say, I'm not saying it's slam dunk, but you could almost say out loud today who the playoff teams are. And then there's everybody else. The, the team that I,
0: I just don't know what to make of them uh, is the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I guess. They spend a lot of money. They've acquired Jacob de Gram. I, I don't know what he's gonna give them. Uh, they've got
1: well, he's hoping Bo, they give him about hundred. Bruce Poaching managing.
0: And I know we'll I, I admit that I think I overstate the manager's manager's role in the team. But but I certainly think when you're a team that wants to win, it helps having a guy who's got a ton of rings, a ton of experience. <clears throat> pardon me, and isn't going to be overmatched in any, in any situation. They are a team, I think, worth keeping an eye on if you're, if you're a Blue Jays fan as well because they're in the American League and because mm-hmm. I still think it's going to be tough to beat the Yankees. I still think That'd the two. Jays are going to end up in the mix in that, that wild-card hunt. I'm with you. And Texas is a team to keep an eye on. And all of a sudden, you look at that division now, right? Seattle. Mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. Houston, Houston to me is still. The, the, I, I'll pick them to win the World Series. They'll be my World Series That's favorite. Hard. Not back going to, out in the limb. Back to back is tough. Back to back is tough, That's and they, and but and they've got to incorporate some White more Sox's young. White Sox going to be a
1: little bit better this year. Cleveland's going to do Cleveland, Cleveland things. But that Minnesota West. should be a little tougher to beat. And you're not saying they're going to make the playoffs. No, but, but you, it you, should be you look
0: at the West now. Seattle, yeah. You Texas, got, Oakland's. You got four awful. out of those five
1: teams who are going to be competitive.
0: Yeah. Man, I can't go in. People keep saying that about the Angels, and I just – I see the Angels as being – That's
1: because you got you got three big horses th- in the middle of your order. Good. If they're all healthy – But they're not going to be. Well, they could be. They won't be. They might be. They won't be. If they are, that's why people are saying that. Now, yet to be seen, you still obviously give the 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 nod to Houston, mm-hmm. and you Seattle with that rotation that they have and with the bullpen that they have and – they play decent enough defense. They're going to be a handful for the Astros. Yeah, The, the, Ast- the Astros have a lot of no-brainers. Like It's just like I, I couldn't screw that up, especially no. in the regular season. So I think that's sort of why you're giving them the nod. But I'm with you with Texas. A lot of things have to go right with Texas. And, again, they're, they're trying to overspend to hide woes. I don't know if that's what the Mets are doing. The Mets are just doing it because that dude's got – his wallet's just way bigger than everybody else's. He can. Well, the other thing
0: about the Mets that must be said too is, you know, Mark Shapiro made, made an interesting comment a while ago talking about the Blue Jays and how there's, I mean, there, there are two things that happen when a team becomes really good. There's an organic aspect, which is when you draft and develop guys, your own guys. And, and, you know, in Toronto's case, we'll think of Manoa, Bo, and Vladdy. You draft and develop your guys. They come up through the system. They become real good major leaguers. That's kind of the organic stuff that happens, mm-hmm. right? Or the Santiago Espinal. That's kind of the organic stuff that mm-hmm. happens. And then there's the stuff you go out to acquire around that organic stuff, which yep. are the free agents. And, you know, I, I I look at the Mets, and yeah, the Mets spend a lot of money, but... They've done some good work inside that organization, right? Like is McNeil isn't isn't he their mm-hmm, guy? Is mm-hmm. is Peter Alonso their guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have done a l- – Yes, they've gone out and spent, but they've spent because they've kind of got a core together. And I, I think in some ways that's you know, I look back to the Chicago Cubs when they won the World Series and they took a very deliberate approach, right? Yeah. They brought in a ton of position players. Mm-hmm. I think at one point they had five or six shortstops in the organization. They converted guys. Then, when they were ready to win, they went out and spent money on starting pitching, which is kind of what the Jays
1: are doing. I think it's about hitting homers uh, for the Mets. I think it's about two old dudes at the top of your rotation, which is never the easiest thing to get those guys through games. You might look at a six-man rotation. Uh, you, it's you're trying to save two old dudes for when it matters the most because you spend this much money. You know, you're talking more about as soon as the season starts, you're a playoff team. At least you're expected to be that, right? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to save dudes to be the best that time of the year. How do you say? I know they've been there and done it before, and you shouldn't have to really work them through it. But six-man rotation, how are they handling that? There's a lot going on there with the Mets. Are they better than the Braves? Nope. Are they better than the Phillies when Bryce Harper's back? I'm going to say nope. Are they better than... Are they better than the Dodgers? You could say. You could argue right now. Probably not. Are they better than the Padres? They shouldn't be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So at, that's going to be fun, especially when they, you know, say they go 2-12. and 2-13. <laughs> your boy. Buck, how's he going to handle that? My it? boy. Uh, he's your boy. So it's going to be fun. Well, you know, in the American League, I look at the White Sox. White Sox probably going to be better. So that's going to be another team that the, that the Blue Jays, you're going to have to win more games. And that's what it is, right? You look, you talk about the managers. You look at these teams talent-wise. Most teams are good enough that when you start thinking playoffs, 88-win team just because I'm talent. My, my talent's better than you are. I'm going to go out there, manage don't have to do a ton. Just to let you go out there, have good at-bats, throw strike one, put people away efficiently. I'm going to hand it to the closer most of the time with the lead. He's going to give me the win, right? They're going to give you 88 wins. Then it's the manager that can give you the five or six more wins mm-hmm. to take you where you need to go. Which managers can do that? And you put that on John Snyder, too. John Snyder, is he good enough to give the Blue Jays four or five wins? Because I'm going to give you that 92-93 mark. 95 is a lot for the Blue Jays, for me anyway. 92-93, is John Snyder good enough? The organization as a whole, because you know it's they're working together doing all this can they give him four or five wins at the end of the season to get him 92, 93 wins? It's intriguing. It's going to be fun to watch. Does Aaron Judge
0: come close to last year's home run total?
1: Yeah, I, look. I, I think also they're trying to put him in different positions to keep him on the field. I know that's important. Right. We, and they, when, they, they, when they see him playing They've talked a lo- about a lot, fiddling around with the outfield a little He has so much talent. I mean, he's perfected his swing. The mechanics of his swing is a giant human. That inside-out swing, he gets some cheap homers to right field in Yankee Stadium. That's going to help a lot. Can he? Absolutely. Like, he's talented enough to do that. It's just track record would say no. Mm-hmm. Just because of how hard it is, how when you go in to beat the Yankees, it's about not letting that dude beat you. I mean, sooner or later, you'd be putting up four fingers, no? Or you'd be pitching around, let somebody else beat you. I, That's why I think a lot of their lineup is about the people around him. You get on base, you can't pitch around him. Yeah, it'll now be, you got to pitch to him.
0: It'll be interesting to see how the Yankees play this out in spring training. They've talked about moving Judge to left field, Stanton to right field. Uh, Stanton wants to... Yeah, he's one of those guys, and I, I. mean, George Springer talked about this, Kevin. There are guys, there are guys who think they're better hitters when they play every day in the field, as opposed to being DHs. I guess.
1: I know you've never. You, yeah, I have. I did that in Mexico at the end of my career. It's hard. Like you're, you know, you're trying to find invent ways to do things. I was falling asleep, and yeah, I mean, I'm not lying. I'm not telling the truth. No, I was falling yeah. asleep during between at bats. I mean, I, I might have tapped out. I might be honest with you. Yeah. towards the end of my career. I, I was contemplating what was going on in my life. <laughs> but so yeah, it's, it's different the big leagues. Right. And I don't know the answer to that. It's the very individual thing. You asked David Ortiz, he couldn't wait to DH all the time because he figured it out. He perfected the routine of keeping himself. So when he walks from, you know, the dugout, he don't even walk to the on deck circle. He mm-hmm. just figured the routine out, right. It's walking from there to home plate and having a quality of bat. So
0: all right, so there you go. Blue Jays baseball on Sportsnet 590, the fan this weekend. The Jays and the Pirates tomorrow. The Jays and the Yankees on Friday. Did you say you say Kikuchi well? was pitching Saturday? You say Kikuchi first- is pitching on Saturday? Now, that's according to the information that I got here. Uh-huh. I have been told that, too. Okay. Do we know he's pitching Sunday? I didn't ask. You don't care. You say Kikuchi <laughs> will take the mound against, uh, against the, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates and, and uh, probably, I mean, don't read anything into it other than the fact that that's kind
1: of a combination goes, yeah. of going on the road. You get the big boys geared up for the start yeah. of the season, not the start of spring training. Games.
0: Exactly. So you say Kikuchi gets a chance early to. Don't say that. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Whatever happens, people are going to overreact. There it is. That's it for us. Thanks for joining us this week. We will be back on Monday. 11 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590, the fan of Sportsnet 360. A reminder, you can always catch us on the podcast. If you do, please rate and review. Have yourselves a great weekend.